Hi, this is Jason, and welcome back to Red Pill Finance TV. In this episode, I want to cover private keys, what they are, benefits to them, and limitations as well. So when we talk about private keys, essentially we're referring to the type of custody to your cryptocurrencies. Now you might have heard of the term, not your keys, not your coins. So what this means is if you do not hold the private keys to your cryptocurrencies, you don't actually have full and direct control of your cryptocurrencies. Instead, they're very likely to be held on your behalf by a cryptocurrency exchange or cryptocurrency app. The best example, real life example that I can give to paint the picture is cash in a bank versus cash underneath the bed or in your property. Of course, with a bank, you're entitled to certain services on your money. So for instance, earning interest, borrowing a mortgage against it, uh, certain consumer protection in, in cases of instance, fraudulent activity, etc. However, banks only operate during business hours uh, on the weekdays, which has its limitations in itself. And in terms of withdrawing money, you, you are limited to a certain daily amount and um, certain amounts um, require uh, verifications if it's large sums that is prearranged. Um, and also there are certain clearance times, for instance, sending abroad and also not to forget overdraft fees as well. Um, however, the biggest limitation is probably that if everyone who deposited um, their money in a bank wanted to withdraw their money, um, the bank doesn't actually hold all the money at any given time. Um, it's actually lent out or in other financial products. So if everyone wanted to do that, which we have seen cases of in, in the past, um, i.e. bank runs, then a bank is unable to fulfill that. And we've seen in the past people queuing up for to withdraw money. And what usually happens is either a collapse or a bailing out by the government. Um, so in terms of the opposite, um, so having money in your property, obviously that's something you can verify and the money you can verify because it's in your control and you can spend that money whenever you want and however much you want. However, obviously the main uh, risk with that is you're 100% responsible for your money. Uh, if there's a burglary or if you meet one-to-one -one, uh, privately to do a transaction and, and you get scammed, then there's very little compensation for that. Moving on to cryptocurrencies. So holding your crypto on an exchange or a third-party crypto, um, company means it is more analogous to the bank situation whilst holding your own private keys is more towards the um, money in property situation not exactly but more towards that direction and holding your private keys essentially states your claim uh, of the cryptocurrency within the blockchain directly and what this means is you interact directly with the blockchain the fees you pay um, are, are more true to the cost of um, uh, verifying the transaction and there's a lot more robustness with interacting with the blockchain and no downtime can't be hacked unless there's a majority attack which is very very unlikely and not worth the money um, 
contrastly with exchanges, we do get maintenance or downtime periods. Uh, we have seen uh, exchange hacks in the past and um, certain withdrawals, there, there are certain limitations in terms of, for instance, batch withdrawals, whereby uh, withdrawals happen in batches um, during certain hours of the day in order to save on the transaction fees. And of course, there are several um, you know, fees associated with exchanges what that might be higher than true cost because of course exchanges have to or uh, crypto companies have to make money um, as that's just the nature of them so there are pros and cons um, with um, um, exchanges or crypto companies some do offer certain services so for instance earning yields on your crypto being able to borrow a loan uh, and collateralize your crypto on that. Um, so there are benefits to that. Um, and I guess the main downfall for private keys is uh, the recovery phrases. So you've probably heard of stories where people have just lost their crypto and can't access them. And that's it. There's no way of recovery. Um, holding your private keys is the truest form of ownership of property rights. So there's nothing purer than that. Only you have access to that. That's what makes Bitcoin so special or other cryptos of that nature because it's unconfiscatable unless someone has your um, recovery phrases to your private keys. They cannot unlock that stake to that crypto within the blockchain. It remains on the blockchain. It essentially remains within history over time. Um, so those are the main um, pros and cons. Um, it's probably advisable for beginners to not hold their private keys. Um, there are trusted custodians out there that um, um, are more towards the security side of things. If you're worried about you know, certain hacks and um, certain um, um, uh, financial positions of, of, of companies. But it is really um, at this stage early and um, and the kind of user friendliness of cryptocurrencies and, and transactabilities and addresses, etc. Uh, will improve uh, with time, I'm sure. So hopefully this is helpful to kind of paint a picture on private keys and um, I'll catch you in the next episode very soon.